The views and opinions of the host are those of the hosts and not of the companies they are affiliated with. No inside information is known, and if there is, it will not be revealed. Occasional bad language may be used. Like poopy. Like poopy. Drew, how you doing? Good. How are you, Ryan? Good. We are, uh, this is episode two. Yeah, I I can't believe enough people listened to the podcast that we made an episode two. I know, right? Like, I was kind of worried at first. I was like, oh, no, you know, we recorded this, and then I went and went ahead and tried to get this on iTunes and everything, and I could not get the RSS feed to work to save my life. And then all of a sudden, like, the next morning, like, the night we recorded, what, we ended up recording at, like, 11 o'clock at night, I think? Mm-hmm. And I was up until about one thirty, two o'clock trying to get this thing to work, and I couldn't get it to work. And the next morning, it was just like, click, and it just worked. I was like, all right, fantastic. I know how to do it now. So, oh, um, that. so everybody, um, welcome to um, Theme Park Blueprints episode two. Mm-hmm. We made it. My, my goal is to get so many episodes that we can't remember what episode it is. That is that's a good thing to do, too. And also, I really want to get to the point to where we have episodes that we've done in the past and that park may announce something and then we can kind of go back and go, so this park that we did earlier announced something and were we right? Were we wrong? Like, wouldn't it be nuts if like seven years down the road we did like um, a park put in something we were like, oh my God, this was definitely their five-year plan. <laughs> that that would just be really kind of fun. Mm-hmm. So... um. As we had said, you know, this is not a decided podcast this time. We don't know what park we're doing this time. Uh, we do have a small list. We're going to get to that part in a sec- in a second here. Uh, but first, we did get some feedback. We asked for some feedback on the show from last. Our, it's not a weekly podcast. It's just whenever we can. Mm-hmm. Um, our last episode, we did ask for some feedback, and we got some. Um, Coastercron Adam, he said, I like the Dark House, Fun House, the Dark Ride, Fest House, and boardwalk idea for CP. I'd like to see a Mac multi-launch for the big 150. Yeah, no, I, I, I'd like to see that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hipster Quest, he said, awesome first episode. Well, thank you. Thanks. Um, thank you. Uh, Kansas, Z, is that his name? Kansas. 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 Said, uh, great first episode. Looking forward to more. And hearing my home parks, Worlds of Fun and Valley Fair. We'll probably eventually get to them. I was going to say, there aren't a whole lot of parks in America. Um, and so I could definitely see those on the list. Especially because you've never been to Worlds of Fun and I've never been to Valley Fair. Uh, that's, see, that's this, that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I, think, I, I think it's going to be fun when we get to those parks that either none of us have been to or just one of us have been to. And kind of one's kind of the somewhat expert. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did ask you to send some emails too. Those are all from Twitter. Um, from emails we got, uh, from Matt B. He said his predictions were 2017, uh, Mac water ride, a flume and a coaster, flume and coaster. Uh, 2018 was going to be meaner streak, 2019 water park expansion and 2020 150 mile per hour coaster. So that's cool. And Lucas also sent us a nice email. Yeah, it's a pretty rather long ep- one. You want what, to read this one? Yeah. What are the odds of getting two emails? I know, right? In our very first episode. Yeah. I mean, we didn't really have anything. And I said, hey, Drew, send this out. Make sure we get some feedback. And thanks. You guys did a great job. We did. Um, so uh, Lucas says, love the first podcast on Cedar Point. I think they're going to get a dark ride and Soak City expansion in 2017 with the same stuff you mentioned 
uh, moving ripcord to a dump. Uh, in 2018, I see them getting a flat ride similar to Skyhawk at Canada's Wonderland. I believe in 2019, they will add a splash battle and close mean streak and then RMC hit for 2020. I do suggest you do Magic Mountain or California's Great America for your next episode. Thanks. Huge fan of the show. Later, Lucas from North Cal. Awesome. Well, thanks, Lucas. Yeah, I will say uh, Magic Mountain is on the list of potential parks for this this episode. Yes. So uh, Drew and I were talking. Um, the, our, we wanted to have that big, you know, co- that big park for the first episode. And what park do we know more than any other park than Cedar Point? So we did Cedar Point for the first episode. Uh, for the second episode, we wanted to get a little bit more closer to that random, you know, aspect of things. But we also really wanted to be able to kind of control what the parks were so we didn't get like some you know fec or the azuzman park or you know some smaller little park out there there's nothing wrong with the azuzman park no i know a lot of people that work i was gonna there. say great staff it's, that works it's, at the it's, azuzman it's a, park. it's a great place <laughs> um so we had said let's choose three parks um we chose holiday world six flags magic mountain and six flags great adventure so we've got kind of every section of the country, West Coast, East Coast, and the middle of the country. And we Drew said he was going to throw those in a hat, and we were going to draw from that hat. And then I decided to get a little more creative. And he only said that to me before the podcast. So I actually have no idea what that means. So there are seven cards in this hat. Two for Holiday World, two for Six Flags Magic Mountain, two for Great Adventure, and the giant outlier, uh, a park that I know personally you and I have both been to, uh, and a park you and I seem to like that not a whole lot of people like, and so I figured um, we would uh, put that one into the mix to see uh, how we could improve Indiana Beach to make others want to go there. So that seventh park in there, or that seventh paper, is Indiana Beach, and we'll see which one comes out. Well, I think the Apex Group did the first step in improving that park. That they did. Um, oh, okay. So uh, here we go. I don't know if we're, we might put in an audio of a drum roll here. I'm not really sure. I'll see how cheesy that sounds. Um, uh, so let's let's draw the park. So I got some that are folded uh, smaller than others. Should I get a smaller one or a bigger one? Um, I don't know. What surprised me? Have Alpy come and do it even. No, because then she's going to do her chewy toys and all that stuff. Um, and she's, and she's going to eat your wallet. Yeah, so this is the one I picked. Okay, I, I can see it in the camera here. All right, it is Six Flags Great Adventure. Ooh, a park we've both been to. Yes. I was worried about Magic Mountain because I have never been to that park. Mm-hmm. So Six Flags Great Adventure did get the pick. Okay, so we are heading over to Jackson, New Jersey. Um, so... Um, what's your, you know, your, your opinion of the park? You know, what do you f- like about that park? So, you know, I, I will say, I, I think it's got probably the best collection of roller coasters, uh, at a Six Flags park, uh, Sands, maybe great, uh, Magic Mountain, but I mean, you've got El Toro, you've got the world's tallest roller coaster in King Ka. you've got a top 10 B&M hyper, you have um, uh, the first B&M floorless, of course, a Batman the Ride, and and many other things. But the one thing I feel like they do have is a lot of a lot of B&Ms. You have a lot, and I, I I don't think they necessarily have this eclectic group of of coasters that can be all over the place. So that's that's one thing that they got negative for them. Uh, the other thing I think they got that's really great is the nice setting along the lake. 
And they also have plenty of room to expand. They're not a, a landlocked park by any mean. It seems like they have a lot of room. It's like a King's Island where there's just land everywhere for the taking. And they're also in a small community that I feel like could grow around this park. Um, there's not a whole lot of hotels or anything like that around there. So th- I think the future is bright for this great adventure if uh, the right decisions are made by the Six Flags Company. Yeah, um, it's... The, the the weirdest thing I've had about that park is it's so it's a weird layout. How you kind of go into the center and then you have the right testicle and you've got the left testicle and you that's basically all you have because as soon as you get past Main Street you're almost at the back of the park. It's a very weird laid out park, um, but I mean there's as you said there's so much room at that park. Um, off to the nitro corner, I mean who knows? I mean there's so much that could go on back there. So while you were um, telling us your opinion of of Six Flags Great Adventure, I went ahead and wrote down what they've done over the past couple of years here. Um, they've they've done some good things. Let's see here. I also got my maps up here too. You know, it wouldn't be a show without my maps. Um, so in 2012, what did we add? We added the Sky Screamer. Um, how tall was their Sky Screamer? Do we know? Uh, they did not have one of the giant ones. Theirs is like the 200-something foot tall one. Okay, so yeah, it wasn't anything crazy. I mean, they don't really need to go tall because they've got the tallest coaster in the world there. Um, as sad as that makes me, but they have the tallest coaster in the world. Um, and then they also closed their safari, which was a weird move, and no one really knew why they were doing that. Mm-hmm. But then the answer came in 2013 when they opened the safari into the regular section of the park. To um, three-hour lines. Oh, I know. I've heard terrible things about that, and I've heard you know things about how you drop off at a at a, a back point, and you then have to wait for another RV to come and pick you up, and it could take forever to get back. It well, yeah, because you don't have to get off, and so if if people don't get off, then the people who did get off can't ever get back on the trucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and but so everyone gets off when there's nobody on the island waiting to come back. But if people are on the island and they see the long line waiting to come back, nobody gets off the truck because they're like, well, I don't want to stand in that long line. I think if Six Flags was smart, they would make everybody get off. And then... Yes. So you have the more potential revenue there from the giraffe feeding and the riding the the, the zip line and things like that. Um, like an observation deck almost where you can yeah. take, you know, you can get off, stuff like that, yeah. So yeah, with the safari, they also added a, a Stan Shuckett's uh, Soaring Eagle zip line. Oh, yes, the, the zip lines. Mm-hmm. Um, 2014, uh, we had Zoom and Jaro, um, the world's tallest free fall drop ride um, that they attached to the tower of King Ka. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they ever would do anything like that. No, I heard the rumors for years, and I'm like, you guys are stupid. There's, there, I was like, there's no way they're going to do that. But they did. Um, it opened a little late. Um, not too late. It was only a couple weeks, I think. But, um, Yeah. They, I mean, that being said, Intamin had a lot of big projects that year. They did. They had, you know, the other drop ride here, you know, in Tampa. They had kind of the big, huge Harry Potter ride that mm-hmm. they were working severely on. Um, but I, the only thing that I've really heard about it, besides that it's it's a great drop ride, is that it's really killed the capacity of King Dakar. Mm-hmm. So... There's that. Yeah, it's one of one of those things where the state of New Jersey, I guess, did not does not let the two rides operate together for fear of loose articles and things like that. Well, I remember when they opened up King to Cod, you 
they had this whole themed queue inside the the infield, just like on Dragster. But the state in Jersey was like, nope, can't use it. You've got to have a queue outside. That's where they had that weird queue that went through the lockers and like went around that whole plaza and everything down the midway and then into like the limited access area of Great American Screen Machine. Exactly. It was just a really terrible setup, but I think it was almost like a last minute when they were getting their inspections and the state was like, no, you can't do this. Yeah, uh, uh, New Jersey's got some weird state laws, Um, but I will say I do respect Great Adventure for the idea of uh, beg for forgiveness rather than ask permission on this one. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that they either assumed the state would say no and they could change their mind or else the other one is that they just did not think this would ever be a problem, but clearly it is. Yes. Um, 2015, moving on, uh, they added El Dorado, the coaster, non-coaster, depending on who you talk to, and which they ended up renaming that one, didn't they? Yeah, it was, it was, uh, or is, it, or is that my thinking of something else here? So no, yeah, it was originally a, uh, something oh, and then Diablo, it became El sorry. Diablo, but that was, it was not, it's what was it? It was the uh, looping dragon. Looping Dragon, and then became El Diablo. Yep, sorry, I read that wrong. Um, yeah, El Diablo, which was the Clint's first coaster, was it not? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's exciting. I bet you'll talk about that whenever you get Clint back on the show again. Yeah, you know, I mean, the good news is he'll never listen to this show. Oh, yeah, um, great. So um, uh, we could talk all the positives we want about Clint. But yeah, that was his first coaster back. Um, and then they also, in a weird uh, move, added Holiday in the Park that mm-hmm. year. Yeah, and it was very successful. It was very. It was a really warm winter that year, wasn't it? Not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was very warm. Uh, they most days were in the fifties. Granted, at night it got down to like twenty five degrees, but like during the day, most of the most things were running. We're both from up north. I mean, a winter day that it's in the fifties and then drops to the twenties is a beautiful winter day. Oh yeah. Uh, and then this year they opened up the Joker, which also the- changed its name. Which also, it was a... Total Mayhem originally. Total Mayhem, and then they renamed it The Joker. I'm surprised they didn't keep the Total Mayhem uh, tagline to it. I think that would have added... um, It would have worked perfectly for The Joker. Mm -hmm. And then they also themed uh, Blackbeard's Lost Treasure Train to Harley Quinn Crazy Train. Yeah. Makes sense. It's right next door. It it makes sense. I was going to say, I don't actually know how close it is. I'm um, looking looking at the map here. Uh-huh. I've got I've got my bird's eye view here. It is a little old. I'm going to say right now it it looks as if they are building Green Lantern mm-hmm. in this bird's eye here. Um, but they took down what was it Fort Independence? That was the the Dolphin Theater, right? Fort Independence, and then also the lakeside like grandstands. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, they're probably ten feet away from each other. So. Yeah, I mean it, it's not a bad move. Plus. Uh, I mean, Blackbeard's is still a cool name, so I think little boys and girls, or little boys are going to want to do that anyway, but like, there's some names for rides that I think it makes sense to put an IP on, so it, not not a bad idea there, plus bring some life to an old ride. Exactly, and you've got, you know, uh, DC with their current movie, you know, going on right Suicide now. Suicide Squad, right? It's Yeah, they're, they're going to have big names. It's kind of just like pre-advertising, and the movie's going to bring a lot of revenue, I think, for mm-hmm. it. Uh, so that brings us to the present. Now we need to look into the future. Yes. Okay. Um, so 
I'm I would I would consider the Joker a thrill coaster. I don't really see that too much as a family ride. Um, no, 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 no. Going upside down, seven, six, five, eight, whatever, eight, whatever you get to. Exactly. I see that definitely as a I'd say thrill coaster. Um, and you know, most parks across the country tend to do the family one year, thrill the next year, family the next. You know, similar to that. Uh-huh. And if you look at Great Adventures history here, they kind of went thrill family, thrill, thrill, thrill. Yes. Um, they really did. El Diablo, still another flipping thing. It's, it's a thrill ride. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much, I think they're going to go family in this something a little more, you know, family friendly, mm-hmm. um, with this, with the success of justice league rides elsewhere. Are we think I'm thinking they're getting a justice league ride. Yeah, I do. I do too. Um, they've um, got that big old, old dinosaur Island fly me to the moon which was just the trailer to the movie i was very disappointed by that when i did that but so they've got that big giant building um, also surrounded by two dc properties green lanterns right there superman's right there exactly uh a hall of justice right in that area would look fantastic and mm-hmm. they have a very popular christmas event that needs indoor attractions because if it happens to be snowing that day Green Lantern or uh, Green Lantern is not going to be running. Superman's not going to be running. But you know what is going to be running? Justice League Battle for Metropolis. Do they still question? Do they still have their Houdini? Yes. Do they? Is it running again? Yes, it is. Okay. Do they run that during Christmas? Because that would be. I assume something. so. Yeah, and that's right there too. All right. So yeah, I'm I'm flat out just saying, um, take out. You know, do whatever they need to do to that theater right there. You've got the go-kart track right next door. Mm -hmm. Um, Go-karts really don't make money for parks really anymore unless you are a go-kart park. Um, No, I mean, and there's some parks now. I saw this that was interesting. You can buy all-season go-karts for like $40. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Uh I forget uh, which one it is, but it's one of the Clint Novak visits a lot parks. So it's either Six Flags America or Kings Dominion. One of them has a go kart. I could see. Pass. I don't think I could see either one of them do it. So, um, yeah. Let's 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 close go karts. Let's close. Uh, fly me to the moon. Well, that already later. is closed. It, it's yeah, yeah. it's an abandoned building. Um. So let's let's expand the building just like they did in Over Texas. Mm-hmm. And let's put in Justice League there. Um. Let's put in a a really nice like themed restaurant right there to the justice league like near the hall of justice Mm -hmm. i want to have like a a food eatery right there where you're going to have your meet and greets are going to be outside maybe in the back you know do all that stuff but i want and not like not like a sit down where they come and serve you um just like if you were to go to cafe four at islands of adventure Mm -hmm. you walk up to the counter you get your food and you go sit down yes i i want to see you know another food eatery there i think that could do really well in that section Theme that entire section to you know the Justice League, call it a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that does that does seem like a good idea. I can see that. That's 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 my idea. I think um, it's it it hits everything. You know, their current goal with you know putting in this uh, Justice League Dark Ride, it adds you know another food option. It adds um, more air conditioning because. 
you know, everywhere in the country gets cold, uh, hot during uh-huh. the summer. So you need to get inside somewhere for the air conditioning. And then that adds another air conditioning option there um, for food because that whole tent section of the park is really ugly. Yeah, no, the the boardwalk carnival thing. Uh, do you think the whole land will still keep that boardwalk name? Or do you think kind of like how there's like movie town? Could you see this become like well, superhero I mean, city or something like that? Like. I could see the blue pavement area mm-hmm. being, you know, um, superhero city or uh, whatever they want to call that. You know, anyway, they're not they're obviously not going to call it Gotham because Gotham's over on the other side of the park. Uh-huh. Um, but they can call this, you know, um, Metropolis or they can call it, you know, something like that. DC um, Universe, something like that. Exactly. They still have room there for the boardwalk. They can do the boardwalk with their games and their little, you know game kiosk and those weird tents and that whole section that feels extremely extremely dated mm-hmm. they can keep that for now i don't really see anything wrong with that section now how close is parachute ride and um uh the what the hell's that flippy spinny the twister what, the, the, the top spin the top spin there oh yeah i forgot they even added that top spin there because they're um, they're right there and i could totally see the top spin somehow getting a, a villainy theme on that. I could see. I could to just kind of go along with the whole idea. Uh, they could definitely add a Riddler to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Riddler flip or, yeah. you know, Riddler's revenge. They've already got the name to it. They've already used it on a roller coaster. They've used it on a flat. Um, make that Riddler's revenge. Um, Is it close enough that that would make sense? It's it's on the blue pavement area. The okay, other yeah, thing. Yeah. There is. Do they still have that SNS um, in Vertigo Tower thing? God, I don't. I don't know. Because I hope not. Let's. If it. If it's still there, it's gone. Goodbye. If it's there, it's gone. If it's. If it's not there, fantastic. Um, make it a big meet and greet area. I don't care. Do mm-hmm. something. Um, then you have the parachute tower there, which I don't ever want to see them leave because it is a you know it's a historic ride. No, it's, that can just stay where exactly what it is. It can stay what it is. You can throw on a theme for something. I don't know. Make it Wonder Woman fall or, you know, just something. Wonder just, Woman's lasso fall. <laughs> just give it give it something on there. Um, get, slap it on. Slap on some new paint. Throw on some logos or whatever. Mm-hmm. DC it up. Um, and then I think that whole section kind of just becomes a DC centered area. Um, and the only character you're missing there really is Batman, which he's going to be in the Justice League ride. So you have him. Mm-hmm. And he's probably going to be in the um, the meet and greet restaurant anyway. So it works out. Mm-hmm. No, not not a bad idea. I, I really like the idea of redoing that area. I, I kind of I kind of think of that area as almost becoming like a Marvel superhero island because mm-hmm. none of the parks really have that. They have just their here's our Gotham City section. But what about the other guys? You know, I think make this a, you know, a DC Justice League or you know DC Universe section have villains walking around, have everything like that. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a great idea. Okay, so I think we have nailed 2017, uh, which brings us to 2018. Yeah, you know, 2018, uh, I think it's it's time to kind of go across the street 
you thinking over to um, their water park? Uh, I'm, I'm you... thinking the water park hasn't gotten any love for, for a long time. Probably. Um, a, uh, 2010, they added a tornado. Um, they added yeah, a they, new slide. Yeah, they added the pro slide tornado. Uh-huh. Um, what year did they add the? They added a snake themed one too at one point. Um, that I do not know. No, but you you know what I'm talking about. They definitely did. I I think they did something along the lines of that. I don't remember when they did that. I don't see it here. Mm-hmm. Um, Wikipedia is not helping us in that aspect. But um, yeah, I think I remember that going in there sometime. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I say let's you know, let's basically call on you know Pro Slide and Whitewater and do all of their their top slides or whatever and maybe even get do they have a water coaster you know i don't know a whole lot about their water park if i were to be honest i've never been i don't i've never cared to go um i've never been a water park guy but water parks make a ton of money and so it's definitely a um a thing to, to to note about it's yeah um so i'm i'm pulling up here you know that's that's like that's kind of like what i like about this that we don't know what park we're going to get so we kind of have to do research on the fly and you know it's it's kind of a fun little aspect so they have uh the tornado they have the big bamboo and reef runner um take it easy creek sounds like a lazy river king cobra so actually king cobra yeah king cobra opened in 2012 that was the one we were looking for okay um oh interesting 2016 they added so for this year they added new stuff for that water park did they did, what is that it's an interactive play area with 55 water features caribbean cove yeah did they even announce that in a video at all did they is that something they announced i don't know probably huh so may, maybe not maybe 2016 they added the kids area so they've been pretty good about it because 2010 2012 2013 and 2016 that's a whole lot of expansion that is so i'm gonna say maybe not 2018 now that i think about it huh do they have lodging on site no is that something they could possibly do you know um i i could totally see like a dream more resort style place uh, for Great Adventure, because uh, when I stayed there and stayed in a hotel, the nearest hotel was very many miles away, like at least five miles away, several exits down the highway. There, I mean, there isn't really that much going on in Jackson at all. Besides like, Great Adventure. That road that it's on, it's, I, I it has a Wawa. Remember, uh, there's a Wawa. I remember a Burger King. I remember a Walmart or not a Walmart, uh, a Burger King and a McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And then I remember there's some Jackson premium outlets. And I think that's like the only other thing in the town. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see them putting in a, like a hotel, like, uh, you know, nothing crazy. Um, do a seasonal hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And even like breakers express size. Yeah. The question about it is, is where do you put the hotel that, makes a lot of sense and to me i kind of want to put it over by like the original entrance to the safari and so you have rooms that overlook the safari okay 
like pull up your, you know what I'm talking about? That was over there. Like you had to go past, um, past the park a little bit. Yeah. The King to Ka and everything around the corner. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I could, I could see something like that. I could see, you know, to where you have your almost like animal kingdom lodge style Mm -hmm. where you can look out there and you might see the, you know, the monkeys or you might see the giraffes walking around in the distance. And the reason I think that is because, I mean, the, the safari is something that that park is definitely known for. It's, it's a unique thing, especially in that section of the country. Mm -hmm. I mean, and also the fact of having a room like right outside of King Ka could be really cool. Mm -hmm. So that's something that could happen. Yeah, no, I, 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 I kind of think that's a, an interesting place to put it, but it would either be there could be a place to put it. Um, looking at the map here, right off of the road, like the main road, uh, Monmouth Road, mm-hmm. there's a huge plot of land on the what is it on the north side of the parking lot. Mm-hmm. They could use that. Um, it would overlook the parking lot, similar to how Kings Dominion's little. Um, Hotels, motels they have there on the edge of the parking lot. Yes. Um, um, the other thing I could see it is close by to the park, but not quite there, and right on the uh, the lake that they have out there. Oh. Like sort of back behind Nitro. I know they have a lot of like um, like employee housing back there. For their like Caribbean employees and everything like that. Oh wow! I'm actually looking. I didn't even think about that, but hey, there it is. Yeah, they've got those. I always remember seeing those while riding Nitro and that old fire truck under there. I always remember that too. Hmm. Um, and then you've got that big employee parking lot there. There's so that there's that big plot of land. Um, there's also there, like just past the tip of. King to Ka, I think that makes the most sense. Um, the only thing about that that potentially doesn't make sense is you would still need a tolls person kind of there to direct people. Like mm-hmm. if someone were to check in late at night, if you have it there next to the road and it has its own kind of separate entrance, then people can still kind of just pull in there and mm-hmm. do the thing. Um, that could be, and then you could have a shuttle that runs across the parking lot just for those guests. And get them in an hour early. You know, do something special for them. So, so you're thinking hotel? I'm, I'm thinking hotel. Nothing crazy. Um, yeah, nothing huge. I mean, how many rooms does Breakers Express have? Uh, probably 110, maybe. It's yeah, awfully specific, but it's not a huge hotel. They, they really don't need anything um, crazy. I, I could definitely see. You know, a smaller hotel, Breakers Express sized, have an outdoor, you know, have that outdoor pool. So if they want to escape, if they want to make that extra, you know, make it that two day thing. Make it, you know, Mm -hmm. to where like, hey, let's go to the park for a day and a half. Let's do the water park for half a day or even longer and, you know, stay on property at the time. You know, maybe have if you stay on property, um, you get. Um, something you get that early entry into the park you get um, you get a coupon for you know like uh, free you know popcorn or funnel cake or something you know just you know give them something 
that's going to be like, okay, why should I stay at that Motel 6 down the street or, you know, miles and miles down <laughs> miles the street away. when I can just stay there? It's going to cost us a little bit more, but we can get all these kind of little perks because that park is not a, you know, a slow park. It's a busy park. If you go on the wrong day, I've gone on cheerleading competitions and it's, it's hell. Mm-hmm. I um maybe give them a single use flash pass or you know two flash passes for the day. Mm-hmm. You stay at the resort, something like that. Yeah, no, that's that's an interesting idea. Like a uh, a one time use the fast pass, a fast flash mm-hmm. pass. Yeah, like I'm a resort guest. Here's my key. Here's my you know my one time use pass. Mm-hmm. So that if you know you have to present like your key or something to use it or whatever, and then you get to go on up there. So in case like someone, you lose yours and you don't have the, they don't have the key or whatever. They can't use it. So there's no reason to steal it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like here, here's your, your flash pass and say, you know, yeah, I I think, I think that could work. That's, that is what I'm thinking right now for the 2018 year of six flies. Great adventure. Yeah, I could totally see it. Um, it, it's not a bad idea. It, um, uh, it kind of promotes the resort. And I feel like the hotel has sort of been rumored there for a while. Um, and maybe it's just been rumored by fans. They're like, man, this really sucks. But I'm aware I've been to great adventure and it's not a park. That's very easy to do in one day. It's it's, you really have to almost run and you kind of have to plan the day ahead or you have to pay for that, you know, Mm -hmm. that high end flash pass to be able to do everything because, you know, you're going to wait a while for King Nikai. You're going to wait a while for, you know, um, El Toro. And, you know, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure, you know, Nitro's got a fantastically long line, even though the capacity is pretty high. But their their operations isn't the best there. So if they have, you know, capacity, they're probably not hitting it. I mean, the other thing about that park, I mean, I will say they're, they do tend to have better capacity than a lot of the Six Flags parks. I think yes. there's a little bit of pride there. There is, yeah. Um, but you got to think this this park is the theme park for New York City and for Philadelphia. Yeah, so you know a lot of them are you know they probably used to do that one day trip you know and then they'll say like oh you know this time we'll you know we'll do these rides if we're not we can come back another time and do it but who's to say like hey let's let's just make it that two day trip let's get out of town for the weekend or for a couple of days and not have to worry about that late drive home or that really mm-hmm. early drive out. It gives them a reason to kind of, you can do the show up kind of, you know, earlier in the morning, check into your hotel, go to the park, you know, stay the night. And then the next morning go to the park and then leave a little earlier and head back home. It's something you can do. I mean, Philly, you know, it's not that far from DC. It's not that far from New York. It's, mm-hmm. it's a big metropolitan hot spot for you know theme parks that's my guess i'm saying hotel yeah could see it um hotel is a huge investment though so it is, i think and I, I don't see any other rides going in that year so yeah and i think 2019 is also probably going to take the hit um smaller family attraction um, um i'm I going could, one of the kids areas Gets that DC Super Friends area. You actually read my mind completely. I was going <laughs> to say, I think Boomtown possibly comes DC Super Friends. I was going to say, they have four kids areas in that park? They do, yeah. 
I think so. They've got the DC Boomtown. They've got, or not the DC Boomtown. They've got the one back there by Nitro. Uh-huh. Um, they had the Wiggles section, which was right next to that. Uh-huh. But two different kids sections. Right there. And then they had the one over there by, um, sim- kind of close to El Toro, like the big pond that you can see everything from. Uh-huh. And then didn't they have, there's a couple of kids rides in, in like, the King Ka area. In the King Ka area. So technically, yeah, about four kids areas. Um, I think one of them is definitely going to become DC Super Friends. Um, and I see it be being the Looney Tunes Boomtown, possibly, right over there by Nitro, possibly. It seems like that is the, the largest of them and has the most potential for, mm-hmm. um, and has the roller coaster. Yes. So um, I could see them taking basically over Georgia's playbook. And just doing that. Yeah, I don't think the coaster will get the Joker name just because they already have a Joker coaster. I mean, yeah, they can get something else. They could throw in, you know, if they don't do that Riddler, they could throw in Riddler. Or they uh-huh. could they could throw in Bane or, you know, do like a childish version of some of these like Scarecrow, Killer Croc, you know, anything like that. Yeah, but I definitely think you're probably going to see the addition of the Larson Flyers because... Mm-hmm. Uh, Grid over Georgia did that, and also that that wacky looking like drop tower frog hopper thing that's pretty tall. Oh yeah, I could see that happening too. Because it's it's like a kids version of adult rides. It's not like kid rides where you you your Hamptons where you push the button and go. Uh, 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 uh. Mm-hmm. And they've got that ball factory back there too. Yeah, split it down the middle, make it your you know your super friends, make it your Legion of Doom, mm-hmm. and have them kind of just you know shooting balls at each other. So yeah, I definitely, definitely think Super Friends is the way to go there. I, I think, I think, I like that idea because it's not going to cost that much. It doesn't cost that much to you know do a slap on some new paint, make some and new signs. Your sign factory or your sign shop is the one that has to do most of the theming that year. Exactly, and getting some new forms made of you know some DC superheroes and everything like that in that corner. I think that's perfect. I mean, I'm looking from the air here on. Uh, on it, and I can see uh, empty flat ride foundations in that area. Exactly. I mean, it goes all the way back. There's there's so much room there, um, and it doesn't get rid of Looney Tunes altogether because they still have that Looney Tunes camp or whatever mm-hmm. over there next to the El Toro area. Yes. So I think I think that works out as a great move. I think that's and you. I was about to say it, and then you you said it, and. <laughs> It worked out perfect. That was actually the easiest one I think we came up with. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, I think you're going to see those at a lot of Six Flags parks. I think they're great and they're fun. And I think DC Super Friends now are a little more relatable to people than Bugs Bunny. Exactly. And, but you know, you know, everyone knows who Bugs Bunny is, but, you know, the, the superheroes, I mean, there were so many, like, kids shows to them. And, you know, little kids like the, like the superheroes. Mm-hmm. Then I also have another random addition that's going to happen this year. Or in 2019? Yes. Okay, what is it? Sweet LED light package on the Ferris wheel. Yeah. I, let's let's just do a, you know, <laughs> let's let's uh pretty up the park, maybe, you know, add it, you know, maybe you could do a retheme even of the boardwalk even. You know, just kind of spruce it up, make it look nicer. Um there's that really ugly building with all the ice cream and stuff on the outside there's a that's a really ugly section of that park mm-hmm. but yeah let's let's led the the ferris wheel and 
give it a you know a nighttime presence throughout that park. Yeah, that we will. Okay. So, are we stopping at 2020 again this year? Yeah, we got one more year to go. And I don't really have a clue of what could go here. I do. So, that whole section of the park next to... That whole section that they closed off on the right side of the park when you're going in, um, it's Which still closed. Which is so awkward. It's still closed, right? Yeah, um, sort of. They have like a... Uh, uh, um, a scrambler there now, and that's the thing that's in the tent, right? Is it inside or is it outside? It's outside. It's outside. Okay. They also had that uh, antique car ride back there. I don't know if that's still there. Um, but so you, you're talking like from bump, bumper cars aren't there anymore. I think they're closed. Well, the last time I was there, they had that wall up in their head. They had weird cabanas back there. For some reason, they had cabanas, and then the you, it was blocked off, and then you had to go all the way around by the DC, uh, by the Gotham section, and you could basically walk up t- just past the stunt theater. Mm-hmm. And then they had another wall there. So that whole section was closed off. Um, my thoughts there is I think we're going to get a B&M wing coaster. Um, put it in that section. They can reuse the name Batwing. Mm-hmm. Um, take out the stunt show. You know, have it util- you They've always said about utilizing that dumb observatory thing that was for the chiller. Yes. Um, you can utilize that. Make that a keyhole moment. Put in just a massive. Make it the biggest. Have them say we have the biggest wing coaster in the world. That's my idea. Yeah, no, um, I, I don't hate the idea. I think it, I would say it's plausible. I, um, and the fact that we're five years down the road makes it even more plausible. Exactly. Because I feel like Six Flags is finally, it's some, it it amazes me that this park is, the park chains as a whole are doing so well and they really are kind of putting garbage in. A lot of the parks get garbage that, it seems like one or two of the properties every year get something nice. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of them, like you'll have a handful of them. The majority of the rest will get something just kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And then like the last one or two, which usually always ends up being Laurent and Great Escape, get either nothing or they get something extremely laughable that nothing would have been better. Yes. So my idea for them is to put in this wing coaster that year it's going to be you know they've got you know after the 2018 you know expenditure of the hotel they've take that year off you know they can throw in some massive new ride elsewhere st louis i don't care wherever it goes and then throw this into great adventure b&m wing coaster have it do the launch i think the launch would be fun have it highly themed batman batwing um by that time there's going to be, what is it, 2020? I think Justice League, um, the second Justice League movie is going to be coming out. There's going to be a whole lot more Justice League and uh, Batman and Superman. The whole DC movie universe is going to be a lot further in. And I think they can really kind of piggyback off of that. Yeah, no um, no problems with that. I just, 
I can't wait for Six Flags to realize that they are not are, are just adding shit every once in a while to these parks. And if I was a fan of Great Adventure, I mean, I talked about this on the In the Loop podcast. Stupid Six Flags was so much more fun than like the smart business sensation Six Flags. I mean, during Stupid Six Flags, you got King Ka, you've got El Toro, you got Medusa, you got them. They added like nineteen rides that one year. Um, you've you got uh, Nitro and Superman. So you had all of these new coasters going in there. They were and, adding major B and M's like every year. Yeah, that park. It like it. They realized how much attendance that park gets. They realized the capacity they need for that park, and they just kept building, 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 building. It's it's honestly like what I would love Cedar Fair to do to to Wonderland when they realize that this park does as much attendance as <laughs> a year round park some places. Exactly, you know, but we're, that could be for another show. Um, right now, I'm saying world's longest, tallest, fastest wind coaster. And but you're launching it, so I'm you're saying it. the longest, tallest, and fastest launch wind coaster is going to be a launch. Yeah, you, or at least a launch midpoint. Are you going to use the Chiller's Station for the launch? Because I think that would be interesting homage to the ride. The queue is all still there. Yeah, I mean, everything is still there. I could definitely see them using that that building and having the trains like slowly moving out. I could see it going up a lift. Say I'm going to do some terrible theming here, storyline. You're out on a patrol. You've heard of, you know, X villain is out and you are in your bat wing to go find them. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're, 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 you go up the lift. It's the world's tallest B&M wing coaster lift. Let's, I don't know, even go 200 feet, like do something crazy there. Um, and then have it do, you know, it's, it's fun dives and it's, it's, it's slow, you know, big, huge sweeping, you know, motions and have those elements. And then, you know, maybe it slows down into another building and you've got things going on. Like Alfred pops on and he's like, um, you know, master Wayne, I found him. Blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> he's over that. here. And all of a sudden you launch off and then you do some other crazy sick movements. And then you end up, you know, doing the keyhole through the observatory you know, there's audio going on saying, you know, you know, we're on his tail. We got him, blah, 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 blah. And then you end up coming into the finish. There's video. There's, you know, monitors in the break run that are, you know, it's Batman. He's like, all right, we got him, blah, blah, blah. Thanks, Alfred. You know, doing his, you know, whatever. And just adding a story to it. And then you come back into the station. You're done. Yeah, no, that's a, it's a fascinating tail and I, I i definitely like the idea i don't have a problem with a wing coaster and i think it it sort of a wing coaster sort of looks like batman exactly um and you know they could use you know um batwing the chase of blah i don't know have the chase of bane have you know it's chase of scarecrows something like that i don't know um six flags has better marketing people than i do <laughs> but yeah no um it seems like a common thing I've said a lot. Yeah, no. I've I've realized I've said that like three or four times. I I, I like it. I, I like the idea of a big coaster coming to Great Adventure. They haven't had one in years because I don't really even consider the Joker really a big coaster. It's not it's not a big coaster. I don't consider Green Lantern a big coaster because it 
It, it was a recycled coaster. Um, so in reality, like the last coaster they got that wowed me was El Toro, and that was 2006. Because Medusa became Bizarro, then they added in Green Lantern. Well, they didn't add; they just moved Green Lantern into that spot, and then they, you know, you know, the Joker. They didn't really add anything like big and crazy. Like I need to get to Great Adventure. There to do something like this. I need to get to Great Adventure. Yeah, this would be the first time I would have been like, wow, let's go to Great Adventure. Uh, the reason why Great Adventure is on the list now is because the girlfriend's never been there before. And it's kind of like one of the, okay, well, at some point, if you're a coaster enthusiast, you need to ride El Toro. It's exactly. I mean, you need to have that moment where you say, is this the best wooden coaster in the world? Mm-hmm. You know, I, every, yeah, everyone that is a coaster fan that hasn't been, they need to go right now. It doesn't matter what we add to the park. You know, their current lineup is more than enough to get you to go to the park. But since both of us have done it multiple times, you know, and also we're down in Florida, it's not, you know, the easiest just hop on the road or hop on a plane and get up there kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They need to add something that really wows me. And I think, I think you're right. I think this year, 2020, I think I'm going to have to go up to Cedar Point and I'm going to have to go up to Great Adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, kind of summarizing what, what we've put into the parks, uh, 2017 is is the Justice League edition. Um, you've got the DC restaurant, a whole DC section, so the retheme of the rides that they're there, plus building the big dark ride that'll be open year-round, air conditioning for the hot New Jersey summers, and yes. then also indoors during the cold New Jersey winters when holiday in the park is just rocketing. Plus, I absolutely can't wait for like the the Christmas decorations of like Justice League and stuff like that. Oh, that could be so cool. Like the lit up, like, you know, their logos and everything like mm-hmm. that. Oh, that could be really, really cool. Um, and then like we said, long drives going to the park. So twenty eighteen. You need a place to stay. Yeah. So let's put in the Six Flags Great Adventure Hotel. Probably have a better name than that. <laughs> but let's put the hotel in there. We didn't really clarify on a place that it would go i think you know we kind of both agreed that over there by the safari could be a cool location because you can see the safari you can kind of look off in the distance and see the weird shaped lake of prosper town lake mm-hmm. um you can look off in the distance i mean i'm not saying like we need like a, a sky rise there you know put in like a, a three or four you know story hotel nothing huge nothing crazy the size of any hotel that would do just fine in that town. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, after that big expenditure of putting those in there, they need to take an off year. We do, we go over to the Boomtown area next to Nitro and we put in the DC Super Friends section. Yeah, a couple new flat rides. Slaps Um, new paint. And then also by sprucing up that section of the park, uh, close by is that Ferris wheel, which we're going to put the new LED lights on, which look fantastic. Yeah, they, it would it would you know, put a big huge you know night package on there, make it so that when it's moving and you can have like animations on it and everything like that. I think it could be really cool. Going back to holiday in the park, like Christmas lights and all that stuff, you can make it look like Christmas bulbs, Christmas trees, you know, snowflakes, yeah, everything yeah. like that. I think that's you know a great move. And then uh, we move into the big year where we take that you know twenty twenty. Uh, where we take that whole section of the park right up front that's not being used anymore. It's been a closed section for years. And we put in the Batwing wing coaster. Tallest, fastest, longest, highly themed. Have that lift, have that launch. Um, and put that in there. Make it something to where everyone has to get to that park. 
Yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. Give me a reason to go back, Six Flags. That's that's what I think they need to do. Mm-hmm. Now, that's what Six Flags needs to do. And now let me tell you what you need to do. And you as in the listener, not you as in Ryan, the man what, with the mustache. What, what do we need to do? Um, leave us feedback because uh, let us know what you think of our suggestions, what you think Great Adventure is going to do, uh, what you think they need, things like that. And also, we really want you to pick the park next week. I think we're going to take all of the parks that we get suggested. We're going to do the same kind of hat thing, uh, only that one's coming out, and it's going to be completely from you guys. So n- nothing that we picked is going to come. I mean, I will say don't don't put in – I don't really want to see that FEC in there just because it's kind of a little harder for us to do because we're still kind of new to this. We want to have something, you know, something a little bigger, something we can, you know, hop on to Wikipedia we, or anything like that, and we can go, okay, what did they add this year? What did they add mm-hmm. this year? You know, how are they doing? Kind of things like that. So put in, you know, that, you know, that put in that super park. Put, put in, in your home park. Put in your home park. Yes, exactly. If you want us to hit your home park, put in your home park. Yeah. So that that's that means you Coaster Crown Adam, yeah, and um, you know Kansas the Hipster Quest and Matt B mm-hmm. and Lucas put in send us those parks again, yeah. And anybody listening at home that hasn't said anything, feel free to uh, send us something as well. Uh, you can also contact us on uh, other means of social media. Obviously, email us at themeparkblueprints at gmail dot com. We're also on Twitter at Park Blueprints uh, or myself on twitter at drew the intern you can find me on twitter at the park guides um you can also follow my drinking habits on untapped at eisentrout um i also have a not so much used youtube channel it's the theme park guides but if you want to see a cool video of hulk getting its loop taken out that i was i was so happy that i was there that day where it just it just kind of got removed and it was uh-huh. there um and drew uh if we want to watch your adventures on the internet video forum where where do we go for that uh you'd go to youtube.com slash coaster crew because we couldn't change the name um but it's the in the loop uh podcast on youtube you search in the loop or youtube.com slash coaster crew homing in on 10 million views which is pretty impressive yeah that's what you were saying on the the last the last podcast there yeah we're like five or six days away from being 10 million views so hopefully we can, you know, I'll be able to congratulate you on, the, on our next episode here. And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that does it for episode two here. Um, we went to Six Flags Great Adventure. I'm looking forward to going somewhere else next time. Yeah, let us know your home park. Uh, message us, let us know, email, anything like that uh, would be great. Tweet us at Park Blueprint. Been like, my home park is Valley Fair, and I want you to talk about them. My home park is Michigan's Adventure. That is my home park. I know. That's what's funny. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening. And maybe next time we'll go to your park. There's a uh, <laughs> interesting little closing line there. We'll go to your park. It's kind of like your slogan. Oh, why not? It, it wasn't really planned that way, but it, it, it fit in well. So um, it's been a pleasure. Always. See you guys. <laughs>